Welcome to the Family Connections Podcast, where we are connecting parents and families to God, each other, and the church. Welcome to our Family Connections Podcast. I'm Savannah Cariaga, our Elementary Ministry Director, and I am here with Ben Cook today, and we are going to be talking about modeling attitudes to our kids. Yes. How are you doing, by the way, Sav? I am so good. Thank you for asking, Ben. So good. So on a scale of 1 to 10, like 10.5 then. That's so good, right? Maybe like a 9. 9? Okay. That's good. That's I don't want to go overboard. That's good. Yeah. You got to have a little bit of a goal to reach. Mm-hmm. I'm doing great. And you're right. We're going to be talking about what it looks like to model attitudes to our kids. And you can tell by the sound of our voices, we have good attitudes today. So it's a good time to actually be talking about this. Um, because if we're if we're honest... Our attitudes are not always uh, the 10 on 10 scale. You know, we're, we sometimes have a, a five day or a two day, you know, where maybe I'm sad about something or something's going on at work or in another area of my life where I just am angry or I'm upset or uh, whatever it is. And it reflects in our attitudes and the way we handle and the way we conduct ourselves. And, and the reality is uh, we need to. We, we wanted to record this today to talk about the choice that we have with our attitudes. So, I actually want to start that out with, with a uh, with a verse straight from the book of James, because attitudes are a choice. Um, the more we talk and think about our attitudes, uh, we we don't have to actually let it define the way we live. And you know, James in the beginning of a letter, James uh, in chapter one gave this warning. He said. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces uh, perseverance. And I read that verse, and it's like, great, I should be joyful for the bad things that are happening, or the things going wrong, or in 2020, like all of our plans getting flushed down the toilet in some way, shape, or fashion. But the reality is, like, we have a choice there. Our attitudes, we have a choice to, to reflect our attitudes or to not reflect our attitudes, to change our attitudes. Uh, we, uh, we don't typically think of the choices we have to make in the midst of those hardships as a reflection of attitudes, but we actually get to choose our perspective and choose our attitudes. And ultimately, ultimately we um, in the midst of frustration and difficult circumstances, that's going to be a make or break moment for us. It could potentially be. And I really want to point this out. So, um, and, and Sav, I'd love for you, if you agree, disagree, let me know. But uh, if there's a, there is a difference, I believe, between good attitudes and bad attitudes. And the difference between those two is the perspective that we choose, the lens that we choose. We, we usually tend to view life through our own lens, and we, we forget to take it off um, and view it through others' lens, how somebody else could be perceiving what else is going on or feeling or, or thinking about what's going on. And, and for us as those who follow Jesus, for, for God's perspective in the midst of what's going on. And so I really believe the perspective that we look through our circumstances, what's going on in our life, it really dictates whether we have a good attitude or a bad attitude. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, Ben. Um, But I think that leads to the obvious question. Is it possible to have a genuinely good attitude during COVID? (laughs) Some days it is. I mean, but if you're talking to some high school or middle school students at the beginning of of this in March, we're, hey, three weeks off of school. All right. You know, some I literally (laughs) had some students that were celebrating like extended spring break, but they didn't they didn't know it was going to be this long where we're almost here to the middle of November at 2020 as we record this. And 
we are still in the midst of a global pandemic for this never thought would happen happen right but i would argue it is it is possible to have a good attitude because again we get to choose how we act now we get to choose to try to see the 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 good that's happening choose to pursue joy choose to pursue peace choose to pursue that we can either give in to our to our bad attitudes we can give in to the things that uh, that can maybe affect the way we live, the affect the way that I treat to. I talk to my my son, my daughter, or I could choose to pursue things that are encouraging, edifying, that lift others up. I, I can. We have that choice there, and we need to remember this, parents, uh, and not just parents, but really for any of us who are whether you're a parent of a child, you're in a leadership position, you're a teacher. This is a universal truth that attitudes attach. Attitudes will always attach. I tell all of our small group leaders, all of our middle school and high school leaders this, that attitudes attach. See, kids, they are always watching you. They're not just watching um, what you say or, or what you're doing, but how you go about it. So they, when they know what's going on, when they know when, when things are not going all well, they're watching our reactions. They're watching us take in the bad news that, oh, man, um, something's going on at work or, you know, if maybe I, maybe some of you have gone through a job loss or transition that was difficult. There, if parents, kids are watching you within that. Um, maybe some of you are going through hurt relationships or, or, or something difficult within your family. Well, our kids are watching how we deal that. And it's not to say that we, we can't, we can't have those feelings of sadness or anger or anything, but that's the, how do we deal with that? And again, when we conduct and posture ourselves in an attitude that is, um, that, that, that is not positive. That's not good. It tends to lead us, tends to lead us into destruction and leads us down the road that we don't want to go to. We don't want to take our family on and our kids on. So yeah, I would say it's definitely possible to have a good attitude and we have to choose that though. Right. And I, I definitely agree with all of what you were saying, but I think especially uh, the part about our kids um, are always watching us. I mm-hmm. think even my, my almost two-year-old, uh, just today she was, she was repeating, literally repeating word for word what I was saying and copying my hand gestures uh, and definitely watching. They're closely watching everything and they're watching... Hopefully, just, hopefully appropriate hand gestures. So just put yes, that out there, right? Oh my gosh. Yes, appropriate <laughs> hand gestures. Uh, yeah, but I think um, not just the conversations that I have with her, but she's watching the conversations I have with my husband. Yes. And I think sometimes we think, you know, we're standing in the kitchen having a conversation and she's playing in the living room. Yep. Um, but then she'll say something later and I realize, oh, you heard what we were talking about. So it's not just that they see the way that we talk to them, but they see us when we're not on, right? When we're not yep. trying our best to have a good attitude. They see us in every single moment, and that's why parenting is so humbling. I think it's uh, like our kids show us a mirror, right, of what we're yep. like. And so they mirror our good qualities, but then we also get to see uh, maybe some of the areas that we still need to work in or sin that's still in our heart. And unfortunately, kids love to reflect that right back at us. Yes. <laughs> so do you have any examples, Ben, with your own girls where you've seen that? I mean, it's great to hear that your daughter is seeing good hand gestures because the things that my kids have seen in my <laughs> moments maybe weren't the best. I could think of one. We have the old um, light strand that you get from this store you may have heard of, Costco, you know, the generic 48-foot, 50-foot, whatever it is, but the LED lights, right? And so our back patio, we I'm hanging them up, and I'm... Got the hammer 
hammer drill. I can't remember what tools I have, but we had the drill into our house, our stucco wall. And, you know, I grew up not doing any of this stuff. So this is all new to me in some regards, which maybe is sad, but maybe it's not. I don't know. I'm learning on the fly. And you've had those moments before where you miss hit something with a hammer. Or you, and I did that. Literally, I had this hammer, a hammer to the nail in, and I hit my thumb. And I can't say the word that came out of my mouth right now because I probably get in major trouble. But, <laughs> but somebody heard that. My five-year-old now, but at the time, three-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Brielle, heard that. And Within 10 seconds, we had a family chant going on, <laughs> almost, not really a family chant, but she repeated that exact word, and I'm like, man. I'm sure your I, wife was happy about that. Oh, thrilled. <laughs> I went father of the year. You don't even know. No, yeah, she was not happy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was, what, 15, 20 feet higher than her, and I was high enough, but she even heard that. If one word could, could transfer down right there, can you imagine just the constant, constant movement of our attitudes and the way that we conduct ourselves and the way we live and letting our attitudes dictate the way we live and the roller coaster that could be how that impacts our kids and that impacts our families like i love how you said sav it's like a mirror you know they're reflecting that they're watching the way we handle stuff when we're angry when we're frustrated when we're upset and when things aren't just going smooth sailing they are watching that we shouldn't expect our children to control their attitudes like we have this false belief sometimes that oh they're they won't do that they're too young they won't pick it no we we should not expect our children to control their attitudes especially if we can't Mm -hmm. because they're watching us Mm -hmm. they're watching everything we do our attitudes are another opportunity to model the way we want our children to live yeah i mean as parents and sav i think you would agree with this like you want your daughter i want my kids we want to be able to say, you know, I know you're angry, but you handled that situation with grace. You handled that situation so well. Um, we In situations that make us upset, angry, mad, that we don't know the answer to, there's no end date. And like even the midst of this pandemic right now, from March till now, there's been a, probably a number of moments you can probably tally off in your mind where it's like, man, I've seen somebody handle this in a way I didn't thought I didn't think was possible. And I went, I want to handle my situations like that. Mm-hmm. And it comes back to that verse of James. I have a choice to choose joy in the midst of this. Right. Yeah. And I think uh, modeling good attitudes does not mean that you are pretending everything is perfect when it's not. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really, really healthy to show your kids no, this does make me feel sad that mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, hey, kids, I lost my job, but everything is great and I'm so happy. Right. Uh, there's so much value in saying I'm really sad right now. Or like you said, Ben, like right. this situation didn't go the way that I wanted it to and I feel frustrated mm-hmm. or I feel hurt that this happened. Um, we don't have to pretend like we're superhumans and we don't experience a range of emotion as parents because that doesn't really set our kids up well as they get older and have to process difficult experiences. Uh, But I think the difference comes um, with where we go from there, right? Mm -hmm. So we can start at the starting point of, I'm really sad right now. Um, But what does that look like from there? Does that look like talking it out or going to prayer, right? Going straight to the Bible and saying, I'm sad or I'm angry or I'm frustrated. And so I'm going to bring that before God right now. Or do we act out of that right away? Do we say, I'm frustrated and so I'm going to snap at my spouse or snap at my kids um, or get mad at them when they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing because I have unresolved anger? 
Or are we going to choose to uh, take that to God and really let him um, care for us in that moment? And that's the kind of thing that kids are going to see is, okay, mom does get sad. Dad does get mad. um, But what do they do when they're mad or sad? And that's what they're going to learn to imitate. Yeah, absolutely. And seeing that difference between um, not just having those emotions like you were saying and having those things, but living it, living that out. Um, you know, naturally, I think the overwhelming thought comes up of like you were mentioning, I have to be perfect. I have to do things the right way or I can't even make mistakes. So how can we give ourselves grace while at the same time we could show our kids how to choose and live with healthy attitudes? Yeah, I think, um, in the same way that it's okay to be sad, it's okay to make mistakes. Um, Mm -hmm. when our kids have a bad attitude, um, let's say they're not sharing with their brother or sister, what do we say? We say, you need to apologize, right? Uh, in my house, we do. I don't know about (laughs) your house. Well, my two-year-old is perfect, so. Oh, uh, here we go. No, uh, (laughs) no, definitely not. But that's what we expect of our kids, that, we can correct them and we can say, hey, it's okay that you were sad, but the way that you reacted right. uh, wasn't okay. And so we encourage our kids to apologize and we need to be modeling that. When we mm-hmm. do have a bad attitude, we need to go to our kids and say, hey, I'm really sorry. I was mad and I said something I shouldn't have or I did something I shouldn't have done. Um, and I think another thing is that uh, – we need to stop living parenthetically. Hmm. So what I mean by that is um, there are seasons where we're constantly looking forward. We're constantly ready to be done with that season. Uh, I think especially we can all, I'm pretty sure, uh, confess to having said the statement, when all of this is over, this is what we're going to do. How many times have we Um, said that this year? (laughs) A lot. It has been a very long year. (laughs) And it's not over. (laughs) And it's only November. Uh, But I think... It's easy to think that way because for us, that feels like that's where hope lies is when all of this ends um, or when dad has his job back or when we can go back to Disneyland. I feel that way all the time about Disneyland, that things will be better. Um, But God doesn't call us to live parenthetically. Um, We certainly can look forward to the hope that we have, especially when Jesus comes back and we know for sure coronavirus will go away when we are in heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, But he doesn't call us to uh, constantly be looking ahead to the future, but rather to live in the day to day um, and to learn what it looks like to praise God in the day to day and to say, you know, this might not be the day that I would choose, but this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice in that. I'll be glad in that. Um, And that's, something that we want to make sure we're modeling. So I think the question is, how can we show our kids what it looks like to praise God in every season? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, we've talked a lot about attitudes. We talked a lot about being that mirror, but I I think if you're putting the pieces together, you're seeing that choosing good attitudes, it's like step A. But like, we actually need to put those attitudes into action. I I use the term habitudes. You know, it's a habit habits that we have or things that we just we do naturally mm-hmm. attitudes should be something that are habitually we do like okay i'm gonna i say i know i need to choose joy i don't want to but my actions are going to reflect that so my my life the way i live it's not just gonna say hey i'm going to choose joy but i'm going to make decisions to walk towards that which means i you know things that i could watch on tv or listen to that are going to make me more angry 
when I'm in an anchor situation, maybe I need to not choose that and, and not choosing that and then walking towards a time where, um, whether it's time with my kids or time, um, being active or whatever it is, something that's a stress reliever for me, mm-hmm. I'm actually modeling for my kids. Hey, when I'm angry, I'm actually going to not, not push into that. I'm, I'm taking my choice and putting it to action. Mm-hmm. Attitudes won't change unless we take action. We have to take action on that. So crossing the bridge from attitude to habits, it allows not just for uh, for us to not just choose to live in those attitudes, but it allows for our children to see how not to just choose a good attitude, but how to live them out as well. And even in those, as we referenced from the beginning, um, in that passage of James 1, in tough circumstances. I don't know what the rest of 2020 hell holds. I don't know what twists and turns and we have left to go about, but I do know this. We have a choice to choose healthy, good attitudes that not just lift um, lift up others, but encourages our family, encourages our kids. So we can model that for them. We can model what those good attitudes look like. And in turn, we can teach them and walk with them and choosing and living out in action those good attitudes. And so Savannah and I hope this has been great for you guys as a starting point for discussion. You know, we don't have all the answers. We can record for hours and hours and still <laughs> not answer the full question of what this looks like. But we hope we are encouraging you to to be able to choose the good attitudes that, that we have, that we can literally run towards putting those bad attitudes aside, not just mentally, but with action, not just for ourselves, but as a model and as uh, for our kids and as someone to walk alongside of our kids. Um, we have plenty more co- podcasts coming the rest of the way for how many weeks we have five, six weeks left of 2020. We have a couple more podcasts coming and we're excited that you are a part of this journey with us. Thank you for taking time to listen to the family connections podcast. And we hope you have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to this episode today. Family Connections podcast is hosted by the family ministry team of Cornerstone Bible Church. For resources and more information about the church, please go to cvcglendora.org. We would love to connect with you. Here are a couple of ways. Subscribe to Family Connections. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Interact with episode topics, ask questions, and share ideas on our site, familyconnections.buzzsprout.com. Do you like what you hear? Please leave a review. We look forward to being with you next time on the Family Connections podcast.